Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Tonight, my name is Quincy, and this is my show. And yes, you can take this job and shove it. Well, not this job, but some other jobs we'll get into later in the show. Now, let me break this down as far as how this show works. So let me do a little show maintenance. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, All of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, we don't want experts, just opinions. Now, unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, celebrities, and more. This show is extremely informal by design because my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. Tonight, we are discussing jobs you wouldn't want and an ESPN reporter in her potty mouth. The call-in number to step on your soapbox tonight is 347-202-0215. Now, if you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit one on your dial pad, and that lets me know that you're ready to speak. Now, please be sure to mute your phone if you're not speaking, because background noise picks up really easily over cell phones and uh, Skype headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter, at talk to q and that's Talk, the number two, Q. There is a live tweet chat that will occur during tonight's show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. And um, you can do that tonight, tomorrow, or whenever you come across the hashtag. All right? 
Now, if you want to learn more about me, my show, or my show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live tonight, then you can go to iTunes, search for the Talk to Q radio show, and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 471 starts right after this word from my official sponsor, Truth, Truth Devour. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com My thanks to truthdevour.com for being a sponsor of tonight's Talk to Q radio show. They've been a sponsor for quite some time now, and I truly appreciate it. Check out the book, Wanting, available on Amazon. All right, search for it, uh, W-A-N-T-I-N. And that's from the Australian award-winning author, Truth Devour. Okay, 347 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. You know, when it comes to jobs, um, people here in the U.S. complain that Mexicans and other immigrants are taking our jobs. Okay, what jobs? Are they talking about fruit picking? Are they talking about hotel cleaning? What jobs are these U.S. citizens complaining about? Now, there are a ton of jobs that we may see immigrants doing because, you know, they value money over social status. They're trying to feed their families while we're trying to look a certain way or um, come off as a certain class. But having said that, we're not necessarily discussing those jobs tonight. Why? Because those are hard labor jobs, and it's too easy for people to say that they won't do those type of things, right? But what jobs, what are the jobs that are actually, you know, less taxing physically, but may even be more disrespected by the public? That's what we're going to get into, and tonight's topic is brought to you by searchforithere.com. If you're looking for affordable online business listings or cheap banner listings, you're at the right place, searchforithere.com. Let me go to the phone lines, first of all, and welcome my show legends who's called in from the 248 area code, the Motor City of Detroit. Let me welcome on author Crystal Hickerson. Crystal, how's it going? Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I feel like I need theme music, like when my show legends call in or something. Yeah, uh, you do. I need to work on that. Do it like um. Yeah, do it like wrestling. You know, hype it up. <laughs> so I'm about to do that to get everyone to send me their preference Maybe for we, music. Yeah, we we can get our own personal. Um, there you go. For each, for each person. Send, See, send it to me. Send me your choice. <laughs> All right. All right. Glad to have you on. How's the ankle? I haven't asked you about it in about six or seven years. 
Well, I went to the doctor today, and they said that I needed physical therapy, so I'm still off work <laughs> for oh, another gosh. month. Yeah, physical basically, I, 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 um, I crushed my ankle into a million pieces, apparently. Oh, so, wow. yeah, so it's yeah, you got to leave those young guys alone. I know, can't swing from chandeliers anymore. What's up? Mm. So yeah, got to stretch first. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, stretching's important. Let me go to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. And welcome on show legend, Buck. Buck, what's going on? Man, what up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? How you doing, Crystal? Hey, Buck. All right, doing well, man. She, I know she can, she can still swing from the chandelier. Don't let that, that innocent sound fool you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I know she's holding right back. Now, yeah, yeah she's holding back. She can't yeah, disclose all the better. tricks. It doesn't work that way. G14 classified. Right. All right, okay. so let's go ahead and get this thing started. And, Crystal, I'll start with you. Okay, talking about jobs here. Name three jobs, you know, non-celebrity related, all right? So you don't want to be the person that has to stretch out Kim Kardashian's pants or something like that so she can fit them. I mean, but name three non-celebrity-related jobs that you would not want to have. Well, I wouldn't want to be the person who cleans up after elephants at the circus. (laughs) Yeah, that would not be good. Um, I wouldn't want to be the person... On or who's contracted through the police force to clean up after you know mass murderers and and any kind of murder scene and just oh, wow. scenes have to bring somebody in to clean. I think there was actually a series about that or a movie. I can't remember. I think I remember a about show about that. that. Yeah, but anyway, I wouldn't want to be that person for sure. Um. Or anything like um, I used to work with or still work with people who are like um, home health aides who clean up behind people who are, you know, they're yeah. sick and they're ill. And they can't, they have to use the bathroom, but they can't get to the bathroom so that someone has to clean them up. And I know one day I'll probably be probably be that person, but um, I don't want to be the person who has to do that, especially because these these women are probably like in their 20s and 30s and that's so yeah. horrible. <laughs> so I wouldn't want to do that. Absolutely not. Okay. All right. On Twitter, Lady T chimed in and said she doesn't want to clean it up in public places, prison guard, <laughs> that's a good one, and captain with the ship because you got to go down with the ship. All right. And let's see. Morgan Tron 3.1 chimed in, and she said, I wouldn't want to be a telemarketer. I'm super annoyed by people randomly calling my phone. I would never, she said she would not want anything to have to do with feet. She's still scarred from the days of selling shoes. Well, that must have been really bad. Okay, but what are three jobs you wouldn't want to have? Um, garbage truck driver. Um, I'd rather be the driver. Well, they don't always drive. First of all, sometimes they have, they may have to drive uh, the back of that rascal. I mean, because 
Uh, the guy that lives next door to me, he actually crushed his legs um, in the back of a garbage truck. He was doing something that really wasn't the smartest thing in the world to do, but, you know, just uh, just wouldn't want to be around that. Um, uh, a sewage uh, truck driver, um, simply because, you know, you always arrive when it's always backed up. So um, you, you just don't want to have to – I mean, I, I guess you don't really get too dirty, but, I mean – that stuff does splash, and uh, you'd have to empty it out as well. So I wouldn't want no part of that. Um, uh, the third thing, I would say probably a nurse because the reason why I would say that, I mean, you see, you, sometimes you see some, you know, you, the most the majority of the time you see some of the good stuff, but there's sometimes you see a lot of the bad stuff when the, you know, when the person is, you know, yeah. deathbed and those types of things, and um, you know. If it's somebody that's been in the hospital for a while, some you know, like anything else, you develop rapport with that particular person. And even though you, it's something you're not you're not supposed to you know really take it personally. In some instances, you do. And when those when those instances come up and when that person passes away, um, you know it could be you know it could be very detrimental in that aspect of it. Um, I mean, but those are the three I would say. Okay. And Crystal stole my thunder on um, one of them on Twitter. I would not want to be a repo man. I don't have time for anybody yeah. to shoot at me, um, you know, for trying to get their vehicle. So I don't want to be a repo man. Um, for real. I don't hey, want to. Uh, Crystal, and, and as far as one of the ones that she mentioned, I actually have cleaned up behind two, uh, three different murder scenes because I do carpet and restoration. <laughs> So oh, yeah. uh, that's not that's that's not a pleasant experience. Um, luckily for me, the three that I've that I've done, they weren't too bad. Um, but you know, at the same time, I mean, you see some pretty some pretty, even when they're not too bad, they're bad. Especially if you find out what happened in those in those areas. So I mean, it's just uh, it's not something that I like I like doing, but I've done it. So. Uh-huh. Well, like I said, I, I wouldn't want to be a repo man, and given today's climate, I wouldn't want to be a police officer, and I would not want to be a teacher. So No, I wouldn't want to be a police officer. I'd be on the news in no time. Crazy oh, yeah, black I mean, woman kills a million <laughs> men at once <laughs> for no oh, reason. Oh, man, come on, man. Come on. Psycho cop. Psycho, Psycho cop. Psycho cop. <laughs> That's crazy. Chrissy, you, dog, you, I'm sorry. you get on us all the time, don't you? <laughs> That's that crazy. And you guys are so easy. Well, yeah. These are just jokes, <laughs> folks. I'm here all week. <laughs> all right. Okay, we see how this well, goes. I see how this going to be tonight. So Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, speaking of, you know, cops and repo people or whatever, Crystal, why do we hate people for just – Doing their job I mean you know The person gives you a ticket because you were, Your meter expired Your parking meter expired You know parking authority Repo person Police officers And I mean I mean the police officers who actually do their job Why do people hate Folks for just doing their job Well because you know You're angry at the at the time That they're doing this Especially for 
like, you know, there's a repo man, they're taking your only mode of transportation or your best mode of transportation. And, and then you have, you know, cops when they come around to get you <laughs> as opposed to you calling them, you know, that's always a bad thing. So you just, you know, you're just alleviating your frustration onto them. You're projecting. And they're the only ones there. I mean, I can't holler at my uh, finance company. I have to holler at you because you're the one who is here. Sorry, I can't shoot at them. I have to shoot at you. So <laughs> for taking my car, and then and they always say the stupidest stuff like, "Well, you should have paid your bill, bitch." I know I should have paid my bill. And you should have you should have picked a better job, motherfucker. You got ten seconds to run, bitch. You know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, cause, you know, yeah. We don't have anybody else to be angry at, so we have to be angry at those people. So, and it's usually, of course, our fault. But who wants to admit that? Yeah, that's the thing. No one wants to admit it was their fault, but. uh I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel bad for those people sometimes uh, because, I mean, it's an honest living, but by the same token, people just despise them because of who they are or what they do. And, Buck, how do you feel about that, man? Why do we give people a hard time for just doing their job? But I think, you know, I think, you know, just what Crystal just said, um, I mean, a lot of times, you know, especially for a repo person, you know, you already know the reason why your car is being repoed. And then you know, it seems like, or a cop, you know, why you pull you over, whatever you were doing at the time you're being pulled over, you already know what you were doing that didn't make any sense to be doing in the first place. And then, you know, it's almost like they're being sarcastic in a way. They're like, yeah, you know, you were speeding, right? No shit, Sherlock. I know I was speeding. I know I was going 85 in a 55. I understand that. You know, I guess I'm going to have to write you a ticket. And you're looking at him like, for real, though? I mean, let me see your driver's license registration. This dumb shit. Or, you know, you know, like a uh, repo know, guy. 30 man, miles over paid. the limit, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got to tell me I was going 30 miles over the limit. I already know. I know how fast I was going before your ass pulled me over. I was trying to keep from pulled over, dumbass. You know, so I mean, they have a job to do at the same at the same token. And you know, me, you know, the best thing to do is silence. You know, do what they say, do what they say, and that's it. And don't get you know, don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think some people just get a hard time, and it's unfortunate. And we'll see evidence of that later in the show, but. Poor woman who was just trying to do her job. But, um, I, I mean, you know, people hate meter attendants. They hate tow truck drivers. Um, you know, back in the day, everyone used to just hate an attorney. But now there's so many other jobs you can add to the list. And so, I mean, Crystal, I'm safe to say you would never take a job as a repo man, I mean, a repo woman, I guess. Crystal. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. My little mute didn't go off. Um, no, I wouldn't. First of all, as a repo woman, I'm not gay, and all repo women have to be gay. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't know that was a rule. I'm sorry. It's not a rule, but, you know, it's undisclosed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. You know, send your letters to me. But... <clears throat> 
but no, I I wouldn't want to be one of them. I wouldn't. You couldn't pay me enough. You couldn't pay me enough to be that. You couldn't pay me enough to work in a prison. Um, I have a girlfriend, one of my best girlfriends. She works in a prison as a psychologist. I'm like, you couldn't pay me enough to work there. I don't give a damn what I'm doing. I mean, I can't go to work and hear those, you know, chains or, you know, hear the clink of the cell shutting. I couldn't do that. You know, so I, I just couldn't do that every day. I'd have to do something else. I'd rather work at McDonald's or something. But, you know, there's some jobs I just won't do. And there is no amount of money that you could possibly pay me to do it. Unless you're getting into the millions, then we have another discussion. But you know, Oh, yeah, that changes no things. Yeah, it does. And I um one of the jobs Lady T said on Twitter, I feel bad for people who clean the the portalets after events like Mardi Gras. Man, let me tell you, oh, if someone man. had a had porta potties at at Mardi Gras, whatever, I'm just setting them on fire. I'm, I mean, there's that's one use only. They're disposable as far as I'm concerned. There is no way I would make an attempt to clean that even with a fire hose. So I'm just not doing that. But, but you know, the climate in the United States today, um, it's a little stressful. I mean, so where do you rank cops right now on a scale of 1 to 10 as far as having a job that people just don't respect anymore? Whew, it'd be in the top five at least, probably in the top three. I mean, because right now no, I mean, getting so much flat. No, I mean, ranked on a scale of 1 to 10, how – how much do people disrespect them or dislike them these days? Oh, disrespect them? <laughs> probably an probably a eight or a nine. Um, simply because the police. I mean, there's, there's been no secret. There's been police corruption in just about every major metropolitan area or even little shotgun town in America. Um, it's it's some you know not you know cons- you know in in some form of fashion. It's been like this, and um, for some unknown reason, you know, that's been swept under the rug. It's like they get immunity for, you know, doing what they do um, just because you got a badge and a gun. They have a job to do, but at the same time, it needs, you know, you're supposed to be serving and protecting. You're not supposed to be beating the shit out of and killing. And, you know, it's, <laughs> you know. You know be a lot to put really, on the side I mean, of a car. Yeah. So, you know, there's you know, there's a lot. You know, unfortunately they need to make sure that they make a lot of changes. And I think a lot you know, the ones that have not been caught are the ones that are actually making the changes first because they know it's only a matter of time before they do get caught. So or, you know, maybe they actually have the right people in place and they're actually making the changes before something bad does occur. So I mean, I just think that, you know, right now with the way, I mean, in all these big cities and some of, some of the cities that we may even dwell in, um, you know, the police officers are getting a bad rap. I mean, look at New York City, for example. They've had six police officers killed in the last four months, four to six months, um, for various reasons. And, um, you know, they're being killed because I think the American public is really tired of people getting killed by police officers or beaten or, you know, entrapment or whatever. And I just think, you know, they need to be, somebody needs to police the police, so to speak. No doubt. No doubt. 
And uh, I don't know. I, I mean, there's there's so much that has to be done with that. But uh, I would not want to be a cop right now. Um, I can guarantee you that. I would not want to be one. All right. So, Crystal, let's talk about jobs that should be respected but, you know, still isn't respected. And I mentioned it earlier, and that's a job as important as a teacher. Why can't school teachers get respect given that they're responsible for all of us? I mean, you know, the reason I'm on I'm on this show is because Mr. Jack Thompson in eighth grade and Miss Marilyn McMillan in twelfth grade, you know, and Miss McKenzie, who was old enough to where I never knew her first name, so it may as well have been Mrs. Um, you know, taught me to take English seriously. You know, um, and so why is it that they're not given respect when they're responsible for every person who has succeeded in this country, essentially? Uh, I'm sorry. All right. No, 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 I'm sorry. I have to take my mute off way ahead of time, apparently. Um, the teachers, they really should be respected. The only um, teachers who are you know, somewhat respected or at least respected the most are professors. And I don't know if that has to do with their pay grade. Um, And I think think a lot of it does have to do with that. Even though the children and, you know, high schoolers don't know what specifically a teacher makes, however, that affects what you make affects the way you act in in a lot of times. You are frustrated, you know, as a teacher, as a person, you know, you're frustrated, you come into work, you're not making a whole lot of money, you're just making enough to get by, and um, you have to deal with these kids, and you have to deal with the parents, and, you know, you're not giving given enough money to even run your class, you have to take money out of, out of your own pocket that you don't have, so... And there's so many frustrations that come around with that. So that trickles down to how you may act and react in in the class. So with that, the student says, you know, okay, um, I'm not being treated well. She's not respecting me. She's not there for me. So therefore, I'm going to be, you know, just complete ass because there right. are and you can just like you named off those teachers. How many were there? There was like three people. Every um, student can probably name off one or two teachers in their whole career as being a student, and they can name off what two people who they felt and probably others felt were good, were nice, were kind, were really caring. They felt they really gave a shit, and that people actually respected them because of that. But the rest. No, they didn't because it's it's almost like a prison um, system that's set up, and it's I don't know whose fault it is per se. I have to throw it back to the government, but um, because they're not giving any money to the school systems, you know, and and I think that's a travesty, and I think teachers, especially in the in, in elementary school, middle school, high school. They should be making a lot of money. In other words, they should be living well enough for them to come to work and be able to do what they have to do, but they're not. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, I mean, and I, I, I 
I had really good teachers, and Buck and I went to the same school system. His mom was a teacher, so I know he understands and respects them. Um, I mean, I could think about my teachers dating back to elementary school. I mean, if I a lot of people may not remember their teachers. I remember Miss Phillips, Miss Parr, Miss Crawford, Miss Ware, Freeman, Roebuck, Parker, Foster, Nolan, Lewis, Julius, Robinson, Cannon. I remember all of those people because they had some type of influence on me, um, even though I may not have known it at the time. Coach Curley, I mean, so many different teachers. And, Buck, I know you probably feel the same way, like I said, with your mom being an educator and with you knowing a lot of teachers because of that. Um, but, I mean, that was a different time back then. Teachers aren't quite the same now. But that was kind of a lead in. Yep, sorry about that. My mute's getting. Um, we went to the same school, and I, I, my mom taught school for almost, I think, just about 40 years. And, you know, school teachers, in my opinion, they should make, and I don't care whether they're in a rural town or whether they're in a metropolitan area, they should make $100,000 a year minimum, especially in today's time with it, with uh, with how you know, with the the type of kids <laughs> they got to deal with. Um, most of the teachers that you mentioned I had as well. Um, and, you know, they had influences on me. But in today's time, teachers don't take the job seriously. They want the kids to be medicated. So they, you know, they don't know how to actually sure. get the kids to react, you know, to discipline, um, mainly because, you know, for a couple of reasons, because we don't discipline our kids anymore either. So if we don't discipline our kids, then they come to school undisciplined. And, you know, we think it's, you know, we think we have to medicate. Well, the teachers will tell you they have to medicate the kids. So, therefore, they're not talking in the class. And this is not the case. Um, the bottom line of it is it starts at home, and then, you know, it carries on into, you know, the school system where you know, the teachers have to make sure they do their jobs. Um and, you know, every teacher in this country, you know, has a job to do. And in order for our country to be successful, we got to make sure we we pay the teachers so that way and teach the teachers so, therefore, they do a good job. Um, and, I mean, there's a job in this country that should be respected. It should be, you know, teachers. So, no doubt. You know, they just we just got to do a better job. We got to do a better job as parents. So therefore, you know, we can do a better you know, teach can do their job as well. Okay. Very well said. All right, gonna take a quick break and hear from one of my sponsors, searchforithere.com. If you own a business, you know how important it is to get the word out about what you have to offer. I want to tell you about a great online local business directory that will get you the attention you want. It's called searchforithere.com, and it's fantastic. At searchforithere.com, multiple discounts are available on their local business directory with lots of great features. They have diamond or silver plans available that can save you tons. The diamond plan includes featured listings, and the silver plan includes video as well as other great tools to promote 
promote your business. So take advantage of these great deals today and get listed as soon as possible. There are hundreds, even thousands of customers out there just waiting for you to get listed. Searchboardhere.com is simply the best local business directory. So whether you own one business or many companies, it doesn't matter. Searchboardhere.com is your number one local business directory. You can call them at 253-324-3352 or email them at sales at searchboardhere.com. Searchboardhere.com. All right, my thanks to them. Let me go to the 601 area code, the bold new city of Jackson, Mississippi. Welcome on, Eminem. Eminem, what's happening? Hey, what up, Q? What up, bring your world? Not too much, man. Eminem, I'm going to bring up another job that people seem to not like them for whatever reason, and maybe you can help me out with this. Why do people, why do some people hate census takers? Um. Well, I can count them. I really can't answer that for the the West Coast, um, but uh, of course, to the radio world, I'm not in the West Coast. But I know in the um, Southern states, there's like a uh, large segment of the population that still kind of um, I don't know hates federal stuff. I mean, they don't necessarily. It don't mean those people are the same people that don't like black people, but it's just like. They just don't like Big Brother, that type of stuff. And they take uh, census takers. They take um, they put census takers and, um, uh, you know, any kind of laws with firearms as far as Brady Bills, that type of shit. They take that to, like, a, a level of disrespect for some reason. So when you ask them how many people in their house, they take it like, you know, I don't know why you want to know. All right? Then you have... Elderly people in the South of all colors that feel like this is some kind of scheme, you know, <laughs> this is a way to cut off my little check I get. You know, what I mean, I mean, it, it's just like in the in the southernmost states, for a large part of that census hating is total total mis. Uh, I lost you, Eminem. Now. Yeah, you there. Okay. It, it, it's like I don't know if it's some kind of folk tale that went bad or, or, or you know, but most of it is just total mis, misunderstanding, miseducation. Um, now, I can imagine maybe being a census taker in Montana where that was the headquarters at one time, I think, for the freemen or something like that. I mean, I'm just saying anybody that don't want nothing to do with the government, they don't like the census takers. Um, people in poverty think that's going to some kind of way cut their benefits off. I don't know where that shit came from, but actually, okay. if people if people knew what the census was, the population is how you actually get benefits. So that's what's so funny about it. You know, if uh, I take my city for example, if nobody fills out the census in Jackson, but fifty thousand people, well, it's probably another hundred and fifty thousand people that's gonna lack certain funds, federal funds, I mean, you know, 'cause you didn't fill out the damn fifth census. That's an excuse not to give certain money. So Okay. I definitely know there's some people who avoid it like the plague, that's for sure. But um I never could figure it I, out. I I, 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 I didn't I didn't never know it was free, man. I thought it was something you had to pay the way people used to cut up about it before I, you know, got grown. Like mm-hmm. they're like, oh, there's some darn census people. Everybody running and shit, man. It's like, what? The, what the? 
All right. So, Crystal, let me go back to you. Um, what tactics do you think are hated more? The tactics, I mean, this is we're talking 2015 here. The tactics mm-hmm. by the police or the tactics by the media? Oh, well, I would hope it's the tactics um, tactics by the police um, because, I mean, the media is like, it's the media. If you don't like it, don't read it. You know, fuck. But, hmm. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I, I consider myself as part of the media, so whatever. But um, hmm. I hope it's the police because the police is, you know, someone who is actually having a real effect on your life. And um, sometimes the media can have an effect if you're, like, going to court and, you know, you may have your potential jurors who are out there now reading and, you know, forming a, an opinion about you. But but really it's um, it's not that serious when it comes to the media, you know. Um, so, yeah, I hope it's the police. Okay. Buck, do you agree with that? But <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me, sir? <laughs> yeah, no we're laughing. We can hear you. <laughs> All right. Good. Excellent. Um, yeah, I think I think um, as far as the uh, and the bad part about that, I wasn't even on damn mute. I thought I was, and I wasn't. <laughs> but um, anyway, I, I just think that um, I think the media kind of messes things up a little bit and kind of blows things up out of proportion. Um, for example, um, I, live in, I live in Pensacola. So if there's a – if sometimes – I mean, and I understand the reason why it's like this, but when a hurricane gets off, all bets are off because those are the warmest waters in this particular – you know, between the Pacific and the Atlantic. So you really don't know what the storms are going to do, you know, the only way you're going to know is know where the jet stream is. If the jet stream is kind of down this area, then we know the storm is going to be a little bit more powerful. If not, then it's not going to be as bad. But the media is going to blow it up. And what does that do? Make your ass go to the grocery store. You buy canned food. You buy a whole bunch of water. You go to the gas, you go to the gas station. By 10 or 15, you know, you have like five or six, you know, cans of gas. Um, all kinds of stuff like that, and it blows out of proportion, and, and, it's, and it's a one. And then everybody's mad because then it spent like $500 buying mm-hmm. stuff, you know, being prepared. Now, what the hell are you going to do with, you know, 10 cans of gasoline? You know, and it's not like you can ride around in the car with the sun, bitch, because then your car smells like gas. <laughs> you know, you got enough damn bottled water to last the rest of the year, you know, but you ain't got nowhere to put it, you know. <laughs> You, you got all the damn butane, you know, the the um, little propane tanks, you know, for your little camp stoves and stuff you done bought, generators and all this. And then the pawn, the pawn shops make out because then those people, instead of keeping it, they turn that shit in and get money off of them because now everybody's mad. So, I mean, I think the media blows a lot of stuff out of proportion, makes it look bad and make it like look like, you know, a holocaust sometimes. And when it really is not that, it's really not that way. Okay. All right. Well, um, I mean, you know, the media, they'll do their thing and they'll put their spin on it. A lot of times they contribute to some of the the incidents that we may see from the police because the image is put in their head from the media a lot of times. 
so, I mean, they can play a role in police tactics as well. But I, I do think that the police are probably should be more of a concern because the, the media hadn't killed anyone yet, to my knowledge. They may assassinate your character, but they don't shoot you in the back when you're trying to run, I guess. So I have to side with, you know, the cops on that one. But uh, Eminem, President Obama's job is the most disrespected gig in the land. Is that true or false, and why? Um, presidency is definitely true. Um, even for Bush, presidency is true. Um, well, once again, um, most people don't know how government works. Actually, a president is nothing more than a figurehead. You know, Congress determines damn near everything. Um, but um, because of that, it's just like the one person to put is going to be the figurehead of the country. So uh, I definitely agree with that. I, I think that's the worst job you can possibly have because so many people are misinformed. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's so many, it's too many McDonald's in, in the world to even name. But could you imagine being the CEO or something? Well, of course, the regular people never get this close to them. But that's like getting blamed for McDonald's being out of ketchup at one location, and you're the CEO, but you are so far removed from actually doing anything that would affect anybody. But because you represent that, that's what people are going to take it out on, you know, especially on social media and stuff. So, um, And I, I think the president presidency is actually the worst job you can possibly have as far as likability or anything because you're going to get blamed for whatever it is, I mean. Um, I mean, we'll talk about President Obama specifically a little bit. I mean, now, of course, you know, he's disrespected because of his race as well. But, uh, and that may be a a majority of why he's discriminated against. Uh, I mean, uh, disrespected, I guess. But, um, I mean, um, then the way Fox News, um, I'm a, I mean, other than sports and, and, and documentaries, Hannity is probably the main show I watch. I, I watch it religiously. But I'm not watching just because I agree with him. But, you know, I just it's just hilarious how I don't care what he does. Fox News, specifically Hannity and, um, and some of the guests he have, they're going to beat this man regardless. I'm talking about I don't care what he does. Even when uh, Osama bin Laden was killed, they was talking about you know, why did they kill him? They could have kept him alive and got information. I'm just like, what? This dude, I mean, I, I don't care what he does. It's going to be something. So with Obama specifically, number one is race. Number two, he defies odds. He should be the most represented president of America. Number one, he's he's what America is. He's a melting pot. He's a He has a diverse culturally. He was raised diverse. And a lot of people can't stand that. Um, he's uh, very intelligent. A lot of people can't stand that. And believe it or not, he has a a a black wife. That's you know. I mean, I, I think that's a problem for him too, because uh, contrary to popular belief, um, most of the times when somebody is a successful brother on a certain level. 
it's understood that, you know, ain't going to be no sisters good enough for him, you know, stereotyped anyway. So, uh, so Man, everything President Obama, Obama would have had a white wife, he wouldn't have got elected. Well, no, no, no. He wouldn't have got elected. <laughs> but what I'm saying, he, uh, this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying people would have liked it, but it, it would have been understood. You see what I'm saying? Because the mm-hmm. same people that don't like that, they still don't think that black women are good enough at the same time. I know that's... Especially that's in like the, the darker they are, then right, the, the right. less so they it's, think it's about like them. A, and, and then she's also a lawyer, he's a lawyer, and all that kind of shit. So every aspect of a stereotype, Obama goes against it. He doesn't have kids everywhere. That go, He goes against that stereotype. You know, his wife is, 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 is educated. That goes against that stereotype. His wife came from a two-parent home. That goes against I mean, I mean it's like every level, man, about Obama just kind of destroys. That specifically make him get hated even more so. You know, I, that probably like, does uh, add to his hate. But let me let me yeah. go ahead and jump in. And um, I, I think it does add to his hate, the fact that he does defy all of that. And then on top of that, um I just think it's funny how everyone, uh, when I say everyone, I mean so many people admire Michelle Obama, but I swear I don't know anybody who acts like her. <laughs> I know so many ratchet people that always claim, oh, Michelle's so classy, she's so this, she's so... Why don't you act like her? Why are you so ratchet? <laughs> I mean, so... And then uh, her, taste in, her, her taste in men is superb. She actually listened to her dad. Most black women don't do that. Um, shit, black girls, even black girls with dads, they go get the 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 worst nigga they can find and set the family back. You know, everybody just got out of property. Your dad a doctor, and now you with this motherfucker that you know your dad got to raise his grandkids, man. Oh boy, well I don't want to change the discussion. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Because <laughs> I get you get crystal riled up over here, but. Uh... <laughs> But, Crystal, last one on this topic. Why do some of us not teach our kids to respect all working people? I mean, from janitors to CEOs. I mean, a lot of times we're selective of who we respect. You know, we'll throw a piece of trash down on the floor right in front of someone who's cleaning up. Um, you know, we won't even wave wave at the garbage man when he drives by in the morning or something like that. And uh, we're kind of selective. Well, I mean, isn't that something that should be taught to kids? Well, I think that a lot of times, especially in the black community, and I'm just speculating, of course, that we're taught um, to um, be successful. And um, those who are taught that are taught to be successful and to be above and to strive for the better, to keep your eyes on the prize and, and things like that. So the byproduct of that is the fact that you may not look to the person because you're trying to get away from those types of positions. Like we're trying to get away from the maid, you know, the garbage cleaner, you know, whatever. We're trying to get away from those menial types of of servitude jobs so you know so it's hard for them to to take that and go okay i'm going to respect this person and then move up i mean it's like a it's like a byproduct of success 
or a byproduct of um, teaching you to be successful, and you don't want to be just a maid all your life like I was. So go ahead and be, you know, the owner of the company or start your own business. So the byproduct of that is to look down upon those who are just maids because you that's all you've heard. So I think it's it's not so much we're saying don't be this. And then, of course, you know, you're looking at, you know, the other children in your family who may be older and maybe mom or dad did not approve of the guy who was, you know, a janitor or something, even though maybe he was the manager of all of the janitors, you know, he's he's done well, but it doesn't matter. He's still a janitor, quote unquote. So, and maybe, you know, you hear those, those kind of rumblings around the house of, oh, well, you know, you'll do better than that. Don't be like your sister and marry a janitor. You're going to marry a CEO or a lawyer or something. You know, so those kinds of things that we say, even though we're not necessarily saying those things, we are, you know, that's what we're putting upon our kids to say, okay, well, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be around those people. I want to be better than that. Okay. All right. So Translation Crystal is saying that I taught my daughter, you better not bring home no Janet. Don't you even speak to her. <laughs> For real. Girl, you better get that money. Fuck the bullshit, okay? <laughs> That's the translation I heard. But, I didn't I mean, work my I ass think, off of that. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with, just like, all right, um, now, the the building I go to every morning, okay, there's a guy who's been cleaning that building for the longest. I speak to him every morning. I ask him how he's doing, all this stuff, how his weekend was. He's generally happy to see me. Whenever he's cleaning up, he'll stop. He'll turn off his vacuum because he knows that I'm going to actually have a conversation with him while so many other people just walk past him. And one day I was coming, and um, I had gone by McDonald's to get breakfast for me and, um, and a friend, and they made a mistake and gave me an extra sausage and egg biscuit. So when I got to the building and I saw him, I asked him if he wanted it, you know, and that just meant so much to him. Now this dude, like, but go to but a lot of people fail to do that. We see the job, and we don't think they're worthy. You know, sometimes of conversation, uh, you know, someone works at McDonald's, so it's like, you better just give me my food and, you know, and shut your mouth or whatever. We don't even want to be bothered with them, so almost. Yeah, I mean, you do see that. I mean, you see a lot of that. Um, I know one of my previous jobs, uh, we watched uh, this young young girl who used to be, you know, she took our orders in the morning. We'd come through there every day, you know, come through there and get breakfast at McDonald's in the drive through where this particular drive-through to make things faster, she would actually stand outside and take your order in all types of weather, whether it be rain, shine, you know, sleet, and a few cases of ice in this particular area. And now she's a manager at McDonald's. Now she, you know, she probably started at McDonald's probably around 15, 16. Now she's probably in her, you know, 20s or whatnot. And now she's a manager there. And um, I was in Gulf Breeze while uh, a few weeks ago. And I stopped in that McDonald's, and she um, she used to work at one further down, but now she wants, you know, right there in Gulf Reef proper, as they call it. She actually remembered me, you know, because we were always nice to her when we came up to the other McDonald's she used to work at. 
and she remembered. And I thought that was pretty cool that she would remember, you know, after it's been, you know, five or six years since the last time I saw her. And, you know, it just goes to show you, you know, if you're nice to people and, you know, you speak to them and things of that nature, they'll remember you. And I thought that was pretty cool that she remembered yeah. me and I remember her. And, you know, it was pretty cool. And, and used to be in the, you know, in back in the day, you know, when the milkman used to deliver milk and ice cream and things of that nature, the postman, you know, you, you, you had a good rapport with the postman or post lady, you know, when they dropped your mail off and those types of things. It, that used to be commonplace. And, I mean, you, in Mississippi growing up, if you were sitting on the front, front porch, you know, after a long day, you sitting out there fanning or whatnot, you'd wave at every single car that came by there. You know, it didn't matter whether you knew the people or whether you didn't. You were waving, and they waved back. I mean, you can, now people ride by your house on bicycles or something like that or just walking. You know, they don't, you know, they don't look at you. They may be texting somebody themselves or, you know, or doing, you know, just whatever. I mean, I think, I think a lot, you know, now we have a lot of social media. I think that's taken away from the communication with other people. I think it's kind of breaking down our communication a little bit because, yeah, we may be able to communicate and text people that we know and things of that nature, but just going to a bar, sitting down and having a drink, I'm not saying go there to pick somebody up. I'm just saying just common conversation. You, if you go to a bar now, you don't see too much of that anymore because they got their damn phones out and everybody's just texting away and they're not really interacting with anybody else. They're interacting with the damn phone. So I think it's kind of broke down our communication a little bit, you know. So I think we need to kind of go back to basics with that. So that way it'll kind of help us out a little bit, you know. Okay. That make a good point there. And let me get this caller from the 618 area code, the land of Lincoln. Um, I'm assuming this may be the bad man. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What's happening, man? Oh, man, nothing much, man. Just enjoy Cinco, Cinco de Mayo Day. Couple okay. margaritas, wife, bar, barbecue, you know. All right, all right, that's what's up, man. And uh, hopefully, little bad man is doing well. Uh, little and, bad man has got two teeth coming in, and he's now trying to walk. Uh oh, it's eight over. Months. It's over. But now, today I had a football. I gave it to him. Okay, long as he doesn't fumble. He was in his walk. He was in his walk. I gave him a football. I said. Now, just think about it. You're going to have a star on your head when you grow up. <laughs> oh, here we uh, go with the bullshit. Oh, no, trust me. If my son got drafted by the Eagles, trust me, I would not talk to my son. That's how much I hate no, I didn't say nothing about the, Hey, I didn't say nothing about the Eagles. I wasn't going to go there with you. Hey, but guess what? My wife is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so she knows we having this argument now about what, what gear he going to wear when he won. Hey, she want him he, in the. He, he, he 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 go, it ain't gonna be that gray and blue. I can tell you that. Oh, it's gonna be gray and blue. Hey. He ain't going no black and yellow. Yeah, y'all, y'all can't talk about sports that much now. Crystal, I hang up. Oh, uh, Crystal, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to get on your bad side, Crystal. Bad man, just finish up the, <laughs> just finish up the topic for me, man. About respecting people and the work that they do, because uh, regardless if we you know, would ever do the job ourselves or not. Sometimes people have to do it. Now, and we look at people, when we see a a 17-year-old girl working at a Chick-fil-A, we don't think anything of it. But doggone it, if you're a 37-year-old man, ooh, you get talked about. I mean, 
Should we really be like that, man? No, no, man, because, you know, we all we all got to have jobs. And you know what? That person that got that job, you know, is better than somebody that's sitting on their ass not doing nothing. They could be working. Now, I worked at the airline for six years at Monroe Regional Airport, and I met some of, some of everybody, celebrities. Took a picture with Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown thought he knew me from somewhere. I don't know why. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I remember you had Hell, I just said, hell, you, saw, you, must, you must be talking about that color move I made back in 88. But no. <laughs> but on the real, I, I met all different kind of people, and, and and I noticed that some people, you know, that come to, come, come to me and try to get their plane ticket have an attitude. But you know, they don't realize they are some of the dumbest son of a bitches I ever met because you hide, you don't even know where you're going. Now, you are a doctor with a Ph.D., you come in there. Where's your itinerary, sir? Uh, uh, I I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to Florida. Okay, what part of Florida? Uh, uh, the coast of Florida. I'll say the plane's gonna go somewhere. It's going from Monroe to Dallas. No, I bought my ticket to go all the way to New York City. I said, no, sir, you got to stop in Dallas. Well, I don't want damn stop in Dallas. Well, sir, I tell you what, when they get over down Shreveport, tell them to open the damn door and you jump out the door. <laughs> but really, John, we you, we we have to tr- whatever they do, anybody whatever they do, you got to treat them with respect. Whether they cleaning the toilet, or, or you know just pushing a mop, a broom, whatever, they doing the job. They doing something that that's part of their life, their livelihood to help their family. You yeah. can't look down on nobody. Because you want to look down on somebody, you look at somebody that damn healthy as hell that don't want to go down work, want to sit at home and play Madden all damn day. Exactly. I feel the and same his way about hanging down to his damn ankles, and he got some drawers on, and you already you already know that rule. If it's a skid mark in the back in the front, you already know how it is. I ain't got to sit mm-hmm. there. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let me take uh, one last break. Before I get to this last topic, which um, discusses someone disrespecting someone's job. So uh, hang on for about, I don't know, a minute or so. And we'll take this final commercial break and hear from liquidlifedrops.com. Congratulations on your decision to achieve a healthier lifestyle and seek optimum health. It's a noble and wise goal that will help you live a longer and healthier life. Liquid Life Drops are made from high quality and completely natural ingredients that work along with your body's natural processes to help you feel better. Our product is non-homeopathic and in liquid form. It contains no hormones and is 100% safe. It has a very pleasant taste and is sweetened with stevia. Liquid Life Drops has a variety of health benefits. Not only do they make you feel great, they also support maintaining weight and weight loss if you need to lose a few pounds. Please contact us at www.liquidlifedrops.us if you have any questions. We are here for you and success. Hi, this is show legend Badman, master of the Leonism, and you listen to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions.
my thanks to liquidlifedrops.us, not .com. I said that mistakenly. Liquidlifedrops.us. Thanks for being one of the sponsors of the Talk to Q radio show. All right. I need to let you all hear some audio on something. Now, Brittany McHenry is a D.C.-based reporter for ESPN. She graduated magna cum laude at Stetson and also graduated from Northwestern University School of Journalism. She recently got her vehicle towed. Now, I don't know the circumstances of it, but when she went to retrieve it from the tow yard, she was obviously upset, and she chose to take her frustrations out on the attendant working at the gate. Um, Basically, this is what happened. Am I? I'm in the news. Oh, there we go. That's, I will update you to this place. Okay, okay that's, that's fine. Then I'll play your videos. So careful. I'll play the video. That's why I have a degree. Sure. I wouldn't want them to come by the place like this. Makes sense to call even being here. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get you out of here quickly. Yep, that's why you care about. You're just taking people's money. Yeah. With no education. Yeah. No skill set. Do you feel good about your job? So I could be a college dropout and do the same thing? Why could you have a brain and you don't? Maybe if I was missing some pizza with her and Oh, like yours? Because they look so stunning. Because I'm on television and you're in a fucking trailer, honey. Lose some weight, baby girl. I'm in the news, sweetheart. All right. I didn't know if you could catch all of that. It was kind of a, uh, you know, it was a surveillance camera that picked up everything. But essentially, Britt Henry went off on the lady who was working at the tow yard where her vehicle was. She told the lady, um, she basically said that if she could do the same job if she was missing teeth. She told the lady to lose some weight and said that she was not educated, Um, and she talked about how she worked for, worked for, well, she didn't say ESPN. She said she worked in television that would sue the place, and she basically belittled the lady for doing her job. You know, the lady's trying to get her her vehicle, but because she had to come down to the tow yard and said the woman is working in a, and she would never work in a crummy place like that, I, I mean, she just hated on the woman, so... I mean, Eminem, let me start with you. You know, the video went viral. She was suspended uh, for a week at ESPN. And, you know, she later apologized on Twitter. But, I mean, Eminem, people hate anyone associated with towing vehicles. I get that. Should ESPN have not suspended her for the tongue lashing she gave the attendant, or did they do the right thing for suspending her? Well, I mean, uh, as, as horrible as her act was, she shouldn't have had uh, got suspended from her job. I mean, because just in all fairness, I mean, I hate to see the NFL and, you know, uh, national anything get category. It's like case in point. You know, like on our jobs, I mean, I mean, uh, matter of fact, shit, myself included, it's, it's been some shit I done said on this show that, that would probably get me fired from a job easy. You know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, so it, it's like 
if you were not, this is how I look at it. If you were not on the clock, you were not on the clock. If you were not in the company's vehicle or if it's, if if it's not directly related to the company, the company should just now they definitely shouldn't applaud it, but at the same time they should be just neutral on it. Like this was, you know, uh, I, I don't see a company taking responsibility for employees off the clock. I mean, it's pretty much the way most job contracts are written. You know, you're paid for forty hours of work. What you do on the forty first hour on your own time. Well, hopefully you won't go around belittling people, but if you do, uh, the job shouldn't be able to suspend you on it. Now, that's not to make light of what she did. I mean, it was hard, right. uh, especially for somebody who's supposed to be a, a professional and probably uh, claims to be probably either maybe a religious person, maybe some type of uh, just a good citizen. Yeah, uh, they are claiming they are. Or something. She, she's going to probably claim to be something. And I I, I, I know we got to go to the next person, but, but something I always remind my kids when it comes down to that kind of stuff is that this is America. This is not a, a different country in the world. Be careful who you look down on because the same people that are taxi drivers and that shit can win the lottery and buy your existence literally the very next day. This is one of the few countries where that's possible. Um, the same lady that's sweating and with a net on her head with an old jerry curl in the cafeteria, you know, <laughs> grandson or son could be the first kid to go in the draft, and she'll never have to. Uh, I lost you again, Eminem. But see, you never know yeah. how that shit going to go in America. That's true. All right. Well, Crystal, uh, the tow yard wrote ESPN. They said that they didn't want to see her punished for her comments. So they took the high road on this. But, Crystal, how would you have reacted getting verbally assaulted like that? I mean, when you're just doing your job. It, the, I thought the lady was very respectful from what we could hear from the – now, the video was edited, of course, or, to um, you know, for content. But, I mean – how would you have reacted to someone just going off on you, telling you you're overweight and you need an education, called you a college dropout, say you're missing teeth, all that stuff? Well, I guess that would depend on which crystal they were talking to at the time. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I am a Gemini after all. But um, the, the best thing to do would be what um, this uh, lady did, which was, just go about her job because if she had responded and we've seen many of those videos where people have actually responded to a customer acting horribly or whatever and you know it's and then you 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 lose your job you know i mean you're working at a place that doesn't pay, pay you a lot of money anyway so you apparently need the job so you just suck it up you know, you just suck it up. I mean, that's the best thing to do. Ooh, that's because hard. if you if you get yeah, it is hard to do, but if she hadn't have done that, then she would have been fired. And mm-hmm. you know, and then that would have been, you know, just another notch in this girl's, you know, little blonde belt for her, you know. And so the best thing for her to do is just to be quiet. I mean, yeah, it is hard to do. 
and we take things a lot I think a lot of people take things way too far and in reality you're looking at it like this is a person reacting not to you per se even though she's talking about you she's really reacting to the situation she doesn't know you you know she doesn't know anything about you and um you know, I mean, if someone doesn't know me, it's hard for them to really truly hurt me because they, they have no idea. I mean, I may get pissed at, you know, a few people, but, um, but um, you know, you can't hurt me because, you know, you don't know who I am. I mean, it'd be different if you knew me and then you said those things to me. Like, she came in there every day and she knew, you know, we all hung out together, we knew people, and then she said those things. That would be a different story. But this is just some chick, you know, high on bullshit and first of all she's saying this not because she actually thinks that she's better than this person she's saying this in order to make sure this person realizes the differences between them because she doesn't feel higher than this person she probably feels lower because she's coming in there you know for a reason that she's very embarrassed about uh so you know i mean just keep your job and shut the fuck up and move on, you know, because whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I honestly felt like um, she was being an elitist. I mean, the lady oh, that sure. was, you know, coming, to, that's why she had to point out the difference in education, and she talked about she had a brain and all that stuff, and I mean, and Britt McHenry did do well in school and stuff, but I mean, ESPN doesn't doesn't hire ugly women. I mean, her looks play a role in it as well. I mean, that's just how of TV course. is. Of course, nobody wants to look at an ugly person on TV. I'm sorry. I really don't. If you are a newscaster, you need to be basically attractive. I'm going to turn the channel. I'm sorry. Most people probably would. Yeah. So, well, Buck, let me ask you this. If Britt Matt Henry would have been a man, do you think she would have gotten the same one-week suspension? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, you know, because for uh, for whatever reason, you know, they just they don't do the you know they don't get as much flat as the women do. So, you know, do so you think it would have been a lighter a lighter sentence? It may, it may have been lighter. But you got to think about this too. Um, in the you know while we're talking about this. Some of the, you know, some of these people are starting, you know, even the guys are starting to be scrutinized. I mean, we're looking at uh, the guy from NBC News, um, um, Brian Williams. I think it was Brian yeah. Williams. You know, his he job, said, he has to you be know, a lot more credible than he, a sideline reporter. Yeah, and I mean, he, you know, he said he, you know, was shot at, you know, when he was with these military guys, and and now mm-hmm. that, you know, that was, you know, shot down, so to speak. You know, right. it didn't happen. And then and, Liam Neeson's uh, you know, movie Taken was based on his life and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, so maybe you know, you know, maybe you know, he may have been if it had been a man, man, he might have been scrutinized just as much as she was. So you know, it just it's a it's a catch twenty one on that one. Twenty one. <laughs> all right. Um, I mean, bad man. Twenty one, not twenty two. Batman, what do you think? Do you think that uh, a man would have gotten the same punishment? I mean, Bill Simmons got three weeks for calling out his bosses at ESPN, which definitely wasn't smart. Um, ESPN talking head Tony Kornheiser got two weeks. 
for commenting on Hannah Storm's wardrobe, saying she was wearing a skirt too short for her age. Also not smart, because <laughs> that's like a form of sexism or ageism too, I guess. But so I mean, does it matter that is if it's in-house controversy compared to controversy to the general public, or I mean, how do you feel about the overall how they handled this? Well, I think they just handled it, you know, kind of, kind of. Oh, I probably just jumped the gun to. I mean, I kind of feel for the lady that 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 you know got belittled because about I had the same thing happen to me a couple of years ago. There was a lady that wanted to buy a ticket, but our counter was closed. Told her, I said, uh, you know, it's closed. So she, damn, she just calling me dumb and ignorant and all that. I'm smiling, you know, but the back of my head, like I want to kill this bitch. But I had to sit there smiling. And the next thing you know, this lady threw a phone at me. And before I, I, I lost it. I just said, you motherfucking bitch, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> And then the dude was working with his teeth. No, no, don't do it, don't do it. I mean, shit, I said, you don't throw no damn phone at no black person. You do not throw no phone at no black person. But, yeah, I I, I kind of feel for the lady, though. But I think ESPN, you know, I mean, they just, everybody's just, it's just this day of age, everybody. If you say, you just got to watch what you say, you know. Just like old Islands calling nappy head hoes and all that, you know. They got him, but, you know, you just got to watch what you say and who you say. Because in this day of age, anybody can just take a video of you, anybody, even an eight-year-old with a smartphone, to have a video of you, a video of you and ruin your whole career in a matter of instant because you did something stupid without thinking. That's true. Doesn't take much. One outburst, but she oh, got yeah. a week vacation and she was able to get away with it, you know. So, and of course, you know, when you're famous, people come out of the woodworks with stories. Uh, that one of her college classmates was interviewed and said that Brit has always been rude and classless. She claimed that Brit and another girl faked their report their report reels to get grades in journalism school. Uh, she said Brit got in a Facebook battle with a friend who had a new baby. And said that the friend was uh, posting too many baby photos on the timeline, so she <laughs> talked about her on her wall. I mean, so she just seemed like a nasty person altogether. I mean, but Brittany McHenry wasn't just having a bad day. A bad day is dropping a few f bombs, or what I would call just being, you know, organically sarcastic. Uh, but this woman was just being nasty. She attacked the woman's job, education, and hit the trifecta by going after her physical appearance. And Britt also made remarks on how much smarter she was than the attendant and that she was on TV. She was being an elitist, okay? So don't think she's someone who just blew her cool temporarily like her apology alluded to. You can tell when a person is just nasty to the core. And despite the fact that she's highly educated, she could have learned a lesson from the Toyard attendant on professionalism. And to be honest with you, Brent, and, I, and I, I hate to go this route because people are going to say this is sexist, but in all honesty, if she didn't have double Ds, I don't think she'd have that job at ESPN. And I'm just being real. All right, on tomorrow's show, we're discussing what you should do when your jump-off wants to date. You've been having sex with no strings attached, and now all of a sudden this person wants to be your bae. How do you handle that? 
we'll discuss that, and we'll finally get to the uh, Bruce Jenner interview. Um, I've been delaying that for the longest. That'll be tomorrow, May the 6th, at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Brought to you by TruthDevour.com. So, uh, May the 6th, Sace de Mayo. I don't guess that's a holiday. All right, let me get uh, final thoughts. And, Buck, I'll start with you. Great show tonight. Uh, about an interesting topic as usual. And, uh, you know, I think we all need to, you know, kind of take a, a step back and look at different things and and not be little people. Far too long in this country, um, we've, uh, you know, we, we kind of downgrade certain people for, you know, status issues and things of that nature. It should not matter whether you work for the county. It shouldn't matter whether you're, you know, garbage man. It shouldn't matter what you do as far as the job goes. Just because, you know, you may be in a higher position or higher ranking position than somebody else, that doesn't give you the authority to, you know, belittle somebody else because they don't have the status that you have. Um, I think, you know, we need to kind of respect people a little bit more. And I think if we respect people more, I think, you know, the world may be a little bit better, a little bit sweeter and better place to live in. Um, we need to respect, you know, we need to, un, you need, we need to respect teachers, police officers, and firemen. Um, all three of those are important. I know the police department right now is getting a lot of flack because of the way things are, but they need, to, you know, they need to make changes in the police department so they'll be better. Um, as far as teachers go, they already have a hard enough job, so we need to respect those, the teachers, but. We also need to do our job by making sure our kids are doing what they need to do and discipline these kids so that way, you know, they can learn something at school and not be medicated to learn something at school. But other than that, you know, great show as always, and everybody have a great night. Thank you very much, sir. Greatly appreciate it. And Eminem? Oh, man, great show. Um, the uh, change of pace. Uh, Breaking up on me, man. Okay, go uh, ahead. Uh, all right, everything good? All right, uh, great show. Love the variety of topics. Um, as far as, like, the some of the occupations, uh, teachers, uh, former teacher, actually getting ready to return to the field. Um, one of the things, I, I heard a lot of excellent points on, on that specifically, uh, but one of the things that uh, may have not been mentioned was how uh, – it's it's kind of different in 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 uh, in the United States in this day and age because teachers on, on top of the stuff that, that's obvious you know the way kids are raised and all that shit but um, nobody really looks at teachers as a catalyst to get you to a certain level anymore. It's too easy to make it without thinking anyway that you actually need a teacher. So a lot of that has a adverse impact on the whole profession and uh um unlike uh you know maybe in some foreign countries especially you know uh, countries in the east you know educators are revered because for one if you're educated then you might not you know you have an opportunity to to um you know not have to be stuck in a certain caste like you may be for for countries that run that um 
But, you know, on the respect tip, like I say, you know, uh, that pretty much speaks for itself. If you don't want a lot of problems in life, if you don't have to disrespect somebody, <laughs> just don't do it. You know, it's just like, uh, it's kind of like that, 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 that saying, you know, if you don't have nothing good to say about somebody, just don't say nothing at all. If people just follow that, you know, probably a lot less homicides because, uh, you know, you talking about throwing phones at people like, like in the bad man. So you, I mean, you know, I don't care what you are. You throw something at somebody, anybody, but especially somebody black, a lot of times the reaction going to be different, you know. Um, yeah. Because I know I was going to get on this old white man's ass one time over a piece of gum, you know. Uh, at Walmart, about five people was holding me and shit. Man, I was going to kill that motherfucker. But, uh. Um, Might have been some good gum. Well, what it was, um, a lady ahead of me had like a big basket of shit, and he didn't ask to see the receipt. And then when it came to me, he asked to see the receipt. And I'm saying, number one, I got a clear bag, and this is one of those old Walmarts where the where the checkout thing was like literally right at the door. So I mean, dude was looking at me the whole time. I'm like, I don't have a problem showing receipt, man. I, I don't have a problem taking my shoes off and everything else. But I, I tell you what, I, be, I I better see the next person do it. You know, so. You know, uh, you know, I don't want to get into all that, but the, the main thing is, you know, if you don't have a reason to disrespect somebody, just don't do it, you know. But if you do do it, you don't know what might happen. You know, some people might take the high road, but some people you start talking about they like they ought to have a team missing under, they're going to be on your ass. You you think they fight on these uh, uh, Housewives of Atlanta and Love and Hip Hop shit. Man, real life, they get down on your ass, and ain't no cameraman going to pull them off your ass. So be careful. <laughs> You know, one thing about a poor person, they don't give a shit. They ain't got nothing to lose. They, they ain't, you the one got the career to lose. They ain't got shit to lose. Hell, you ain't making yeah, minimum wage. Man, minimum wage, I'll kill a motherfucker. Minimum wage, damn. <laughs> you know, that ain't nothing. You the one got something to lose. So, but, uh. I did, but that's the third or fourth quote I've heard of somebody killing somebody tonight. The Talk to Key Radio <laughs> Show does not, in, not condone killing anybody. Well, the, well, I tell you uh, what, I say something nice. Pass thirteen, thirteen, and everybody be just super happy, and nobody have no reason to disrespect nobody. <laughs> what do we get for ten dollars? All right, that'll work. Everything you want, everything, everything. Oh, don't do that, baby. Oh, don't do that, baby. That's what tickles me. <laughs> Right. Don't, don't rush me. <laughs> Crystal, shut it down for me, please. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, I guess first of all, um, you know, with with the jobs or whatever, I think you know, I think someone said it earlier. You know, you do what you have to do, and um. And I think you do get a lot of flack for being 37 or in your like your mid-range ages for working yeah. at certain jobs, but you don't get flack for when you're 17 or when you're you know 65. <laughs> you don't get that kind of flack, even when you're in your 60s or 70s, because it's like, oh, okay, they're retired, but they're trying to make ends meet. So that's cool. Right. You know, kudos, kudos to them for you know trying to make those ends meet. But if you're 35 or something, then it's, like, so horrible. You know, and first of all, I'm surprised that they're even hired. 
because a lot of times they don't even hire those mid ranges. A lot of times, so they're desperate. But well, they, you know, yeah, they may be desperate. You know, it's off school season; people are back in school or something. But anyway, um, good show. Uh, interesting topic. I thought you were going to get into the Mexican thing, which would have been hilarious. Uh, well, not hilarious. Nah, not really. <laughs> that was just to throw people off. I wanted to take a different spin on jobs. <laughs> okay. Well, very good. Yeah. But no, good show, and I look forward to tomorrow night. Sounds like an interesting show. So. It should be. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, Batman has dropped off, taking care of little Batman. But I appreciate you all taking the time to join tonight's show. Thanks to the award-winning indie author, Truth Devour. Get Wanting on Amazon or visit truthdevour.com. Thanks to searchforithere.com. If you're looking for affordable online business listings or cheap banner listings, you are at the right place, searchforithere.com. And my thanks to liquidlifedrops.us. I appreciate my show legends holding it down for me to tweet chatters. The upcoming show schedule can be found at talktheq.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and get caught up. Have a good night. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?